Have you ever had a moment where God speaks to you in your heart and then all of a sudden what he spoke, not even an hour later, comes to pass? Well, in today's video, we are going to be talking about one of the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to explain it to you, which is the word of knowledge. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we see this spiritual gift outlined in the scripture, specifically in verses 4 through 11. I am going to share a personal testimony of what God did my freshman year of college. This story changed my life and changed my wife's life. So we're going to get right into it. Thank you for visiting the Kingdom Allegiance channel. My name is Joe, and I help people just like you to faithfully follow Jesus. We do that through teaching. We do that through testimonies, personal evangelism. And on this channel, we specifically give you resources, tips, and help you in your journey as a believer in Jesus. If you're new here, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into this story. First off, we're going to jump right into 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verses 4 through 11 are going to be our key passage for today's testimony. But specifically, I want to focus on verse 8. 4 through 11 is talking about the spiritual gifts. I believe it was Paul who wrote Corinthians, and he was speaking to the Corinthian church. He said, now these are the spiritual gifts. You will notice that it is the same spirit that gives all these gifts, and he gives them to the body of Christ so that they can edify the believers and build up the saints. For what? Towards love and good works. Those are two different passages, but the goal here is that the saints would be equipped to do everything for the Lord Jesus. So verse 8 says, For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. Now in that context, it's talking about all listing all these different kinds of spiritual gifts, but today we are going to focus on the utterance of knowledge. So I kind of grew up in a non-denominational Pentecostal mixture of charismatic as well, but also like, how do I, how do I describe it to you guys? It's, I grew up in a church that believed in the gifts of the spirit, but didn't necessarily practice the gifts of the spirit on the weekends, but then would during the prayer meeting. So it was kind of this like, yeah, we believe it, but we don't necessarily practice it in our daily lives. But, you know, so it was like I had friends that, you know, walked according to the spirit and they would experience all of, you know, the gifts that are outlined in first Corinthians chapter 12. But then on the other hand, like sometimes I wouldn't see it. So for my relationship with God, when I became a Christian, I didn't grow up like in the church. You know, I went on Christmas and Easter, I went with my family, you know, appeased my my parents and my my uh, grandma loved taking us to church on Easter and Christmas. And so we'd go as a family and it would be a tradition. It was more traditional. Um, so I believed in God, but I had never seen the power and the miraculous wonders of God. You know, I think sometimes as a Christian, you know, we are told that, you know, maybe these gifts aren't for today. Maybe they have ceased. Maybe they aren't available for us believers. Well, in my experience and through what the scripture has stated, these gifts are given to believers. Never once said that they stopped. Never once said that 
um, they ceased or they only were for a certain time period. In my life, I have seen the power of God move powerfully. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen backs healed. I've seen knees healed. I've seen legs grow out. I've seen demons being cast out of people and literally them manifesting a demon in front of my very eyes. So this instance of the word of knowledge, I didn't grow up necessarily seeing it. I heard of stories about it. I heard about people experiencing a word of knowledge, but I didn't know exactly what that was. So in my journey of faith, when I became a, a freshman at Biola University, I remember I had just met my wife maybe like a month to two months. I don't remember how long it was. And I was practicing what it means to operate in this gifts of the Spirit. And I remember my wife came with me and my friend Jesse to the grocery store. It was at nighttime. We ended up heading to a Winco. But right before we left, we, we were in the car and I felt this subtle prompting from the Holy Spirit. And he said, there's going to be a woman there with a knee brace on her right knee. And I remember turning around, looking at my wife, looking at my friend, Jesse. I looked at Jesse and he's, I smirked. My, mind you, my wife didn't grow up this way. She didn't grow up, you know, knowing about the gifts of the spirit, experiencing the gifts of the spirit, operating in the gifts of the spirit. So for me, I was like, this is normal for her. She was like, you're crazy. You're a lunatic. You're insane. Like she was literally in the car. Like what? Like she didn't, <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't understand. She didn't believe yet. She hadn't seen it. And, you know, it was pretty amazing. So we ended up driving to the grocery store and uh, we go through the aisles. We're looking at different food, different drinks, like, you know, pretending like we're buying the whole store. And I remember we were in the beverage aisle and we were looking at like, you know, the water bottles, the drinks, the sodas, the energy drinks. And I remember, I don't know why I did this, guys. I don't remember why, but I turned to my left. And I looked and it was almost like the woman was like highlighted with a yellow beam. She wasn't, but it was almost like she was highlighted and I could sense in my spirit like I was being drawn. Like that was the person that God told me. And I remember I looked at Whitney and I looked at Jesse and I said, that's the woman. And I looked down and sure enough, guys, there was a knee brace on her right knee. So long story short, I ended up uh, telling Jesse and Whitney Let's just go talk to her. Let's just see what God does and see what happens. Whitney, her mouth dropped wide open, was like, are you serious? And I remember we went and we ended up buying a snack or whatever. And we were behind her and, and she was at the checkout counter. As she was standing at the checkout counter, she was talking to the cashier. And Jesse, my friend, ended up saying, hey, do you need some help? Because she had a ton of groceries. She was by herself. And uh, he started loading her groceries for her. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Loaded her groceries for her. I ended up checking out with my wife. Jesse kind of, you know, started the conversation, started, you know, building rapport. And then uh, we ended up like, hey, can we like take you out to your car and unload your groceries for her? And she's like, I'd love that. So we ended up going out to her car. She still had the knee brace on her right knee. We ended up talking to her. She shared her whole life story. I don't remember how long we were there. Sometimes when God brings an encounter, a divine appointment, sometimes you don't even remember how long you were with that person. And it was like one of those times. It was probably like an hour or so or more. 
And I remember standing there listening to her, sharing about how she was a single mom and she could only go to the grocery store at this time of night because she worked two jobs and she hasn't been in church in a long time. And, you know, she kind of drifted away from God and she's been in so much pain and her knee hurts and all this stuff. And we, you know, just listen, listen, asked questions, had compassion, asked her about her kids when she mentioned them, asked her how, how they're doing. And I remember asking her, can we pray for your knee? And she's like, sure. We ended up praying for her knee. Nothing happened in the moment. But I remember that she turned and she just started crying and weeping in front of us. And we asked her if we could hug her. And we gave her a huge hug and told her that Jesus loved her and reminded her of who she was. You know, this this was a backslidden Christian, someone who had been walking away from God and got, you know, got involved with the priorities of life, which aren't bad things, but those things began to distract her and and to take away from what mattered most, which was Jesus. And from that encounter and from that experience, we ended up walking away, prayed for her one more time before we left, gave her amazing hugs, texted her. She got her phone number to message her on um, Facebook And she ended up sending a message, said she prayed with her son, that things were getting better. She followed up with us and said that she got back into church, all this stuff, said that she started following Jesus again, all because of that encounter. And, you know, it really makes you think like, I'm not crazy. (laughs) I'm not crazy. I actually have this dynamic, beautiful relationship with the true and living God that knows every person on this planet, that knows you sitting behind this screen. You're watching this video to hear about a crazy story that God did a few years ago. And you're wondering, can he do that for me too? Can God show up in my life and reveal himself to me? I can't guarantee that he'll show up every single time or he'll show up in every single way the same way. For you, he might show up differently. He might show up in your thoughts. He might show up when you're journaling. He might show up when you're reading the Bible. He might show up when you're just praying and talking to him and having a com- uh, communicating with him. He might just show up when you're talking to one of your best friends and all of a sudden you feel the sweetness and the presence of the Lord close and near. I had that this week. I was talking to a friend and I felt the nearness and the presence of God. And it was so powerful. As I was just sharing my heart and things that were going on in my life, I felt his nearness. It was like as I talked about him, as I expressed my love for him, I felt him draw so near. The book of James says, as you draw near to him, he will in turn draw near to you. So my question of the day for you is, when was the last time you stepped out and talked to someone about Jesus? Leave that in the comments below. Let me know. When was the last time you did something like that? When was the last time you you just asked God, hey, is there someone you want me to talk to at the grocery store today? While I'm pumping gas, is there someone you want me to talk to? Is there someone you need me to pray for? Maybe it's, you know, leave a note for someone while you're at the grocery store. Leave it where you picked up your food, where you grabbed your food off the counter, you grabbed your, your drink out of the fridge. Leave a note in there. Hey, God knows you. Jesus is real. 
When was the last time you did something like that? It's so powerful that the same spirit, the Bible says, that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. He lives inside of you and he lives inside of me. I want to challenge you with this final thought that this gift is for today. This gift is real. This this thing that, that the Holy Spirit did in my life, that God did in my life, where he revealed someone that I had never met before, someone that I did not know had a knee brace on their right knee, but he showed me through relationship with him, sensing his voice. The Bible didn't tell me that there was going to be a lady at the cash register with a knee brace on her right knee. But I know that God loves people. I know that Jesus gave his life for you and for me and for that lady that I encountered at the grocery store. Jesus gave all so that they could be reconciled back to the Father and have right relationship with him. So because of that, I know that whoever I encounter throughout my day is an object of his love. God loves them. God wants to reveal what he's done to restore humanity back to the Father. And so my, my challenge for you is this. Be encouraged today that this is possible. That my life and my story and what I've walked through is real. I'm being authentic with you guys. I'm being genuine, as genuine as I can be. That this is real. And it, only, it is only possible through knowing him. Abide in the vine. You are the branches. He is the vine. Abide in him and choose to walk according to the Spirit. Ask him every day. I wake up and I pray and I thank God for another day. And when I go certain places, whether it's every store or whether it's just at the beginning of my shift before work, I say, God, Bring someone in my path today that I can talk to about you. Bring someone in my path today that I can pray for, that I can love on, that I can show your realness to, that your power, that you would accompany the word of God with signs and wonders. Doesn't happen every time. Doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't, like he doesn't show up in a cloud and a pillar of fire like sometimes we see in, in the Bible. Like he doesn't do that. He uses us to be his hands and his feet. We get to be that to the world and show him to the world. You have the greatest evangelist in the world living inside of you. You don't need to be called to be an evangelist. You don't need to be called to be a pastor. You don't need to be called to be a minister. You are an ambassador and a witness for Jesus. Share your life with other people and you will be completely surprised on what he does in and through you. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Allegiance podcast with Joe Stephen. We have new episodes uploaded every week. Join us next time as we make our way through the Bible to see what it looks like to faithfully follow Jesus.